The Divorce Devil Podcast, a show tailor-made for those stepping out of the divorce recovery space. Follow your hosts, David and Rachel, as they dive into the all-too-familiar shitstorm of the more-than-interesting end-of-the-road divorce topics, stories, and discussions. While realizing it can be a trying stage, they have been where you are and understand the struggle. And yes, the struggle is real. They know that recovery can be such a clusterfuck. Check out the podcast if you feel like you're juggling chainsaws, then strap in and hold on for some honesty, authenticity, and hard-in-your-face irrefutable truths. This innovative podcast is not for the faint-hearted, so if you can't handle the certain truths, just keep it moving. If you can, welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody, out there to Divorce Devil, episode 162. We have David Rachel on the mic. Uh, today, we're going to have some fun. Non-descript, just going to tell some freaking divorce jokes. That's all we got. Okay. We can't help you guys today, or we can help you through Actually, some jokes. Actually, we're going to help you. Laugh. Yeah. Yes. We need a little laugh. So I had them prompted here, but I don't have them prompted now. But damn. And of course, I'm not allowed to see them because I'm yeah. supposed to laugh. Yeah, but like, she's going to laugh, and then ha, she's going to disseminate it and talk about the joke and see yeah. how funny it was. <laughs> I feel like if you don't laugh through your divorce, <laughs> you're just going to cry. So these are corny. These are okay. almost like dad jokes. So oh, shit. The first I did one not is, approve this message. <laughs> if marriage is a grand, what is divorce? Ten grand. Oh my god damn it. Did you what did you read this stuff? Yes, ten grand. Because marriage costs more. Oh well, we see how divorce. this is working out, folks. What <laughs> <laughs> what is the only thing divorce proves? I don't know. Whose mother was right in the first place. Oh, but um, but But we're not going to go based on ex mother in laws because that's a whole other podcast. Podcast. Um, getting a divorce is like fired, getting fired from a job you've hated for years or months or years. Is there a punchline? No, that's it. <laughs> See, folks, what happens when Dave doesn't have a topic, and I'm just like, a- why did the cat get divorced? I don't know. Because he was a cheetah. Because <laughs> he didn't like pussy. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I went there. Um, <laughs> or uh, she. Uh, a dentist and a manicurist decided to get divorced. You know what happened? A what and a what? A dentist and a manicurist. Okay. Nails and hair. Nails and hair. Or no, nails and teeth. Okay. They fought tooth and nail. Oh, God, Lord, baby Jesus. Help us. David, who did you have faith in? Like Chat hey, GPT hey, hey. or Claude? My husband and I got, got divorced over religious differences. He thought he was God and I didn't. Oh, that could go so many ways. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. You oh, ready? Oh, gosh. Wait, David said it's a good one. This Hold good on, one. folks. Yeah. My wife sues for divorce because. She said I couldn't get an erection. I had evidence to the contrary, but it wouldn't stand up in court. <laughs> oh, my God. So just a backstory, folks. I called David. And I said, it's been an emotional week at work. I need fun or funny. And this is what he decided funny. was funny. So all you dads out there, are you men out there? Or moms. If you honestly yeah. think this is funny. Y'all need help. Yeah. What did Yoda say to Princess Leah after separating with Han Solo? What? May the divorce be with you. Oh, my God. It's not getting better, folks. It's not getting better. Um, 
Why did the geologist's wife leave him? Why? He took her for granted. <laughs> Actually, that was our joke today at school. Something was about it? Um, something about granite. What did the the gems say to the geologist? Don't take me for granted. So that works for an elementary school and dads everywhere. Why are relationships similar to algebra? Oh, my God. I don't know. Because sometimes you look at your ex and you wonder why. That's a good one. That's a good one. Not funny. That's funny as hell. Um, If you agree with David, let him know. If you agree with me, let me know. um, And the winner. Did you hear the one about the guy whose wife left him for a tractor salesman? Oh, no. He left her dear, dear, dear John letter. Ah, damn it. She gave him a John Deere letter. God dang it. Yeah. Um, that I've heard. And then we move over to the good ones. Okay. So for when David cut me off, if you think David is funnier, <laughs> David's jokes are funny. But you aren't telling jokes. I'm not telling any. Yeah. I do not agree that they are funny. They're funny as hell. He thinks they're funny. So if you think they're funny, let us know. If you don't think they're funny, let us know. And the winner... Of, I don't know how we win it, whatever, has to take the other one to dinner. The secret of a successful marriage is incompatibility. He has the income, you have the patability. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed yet. I think I've rolled my Damn ass it. a couple times. Adam and Eve had an ideal marriage. He didn't have to hear about all the men she could have married, and she didn't have to hear about the way his mother cooked. Since they were the first people ever. God. This is not. All right. I need to change the subject now. <laughs> Marriage is a three ring circus. Yeah, we're going to because we're going to talk about forgiveness. Marriage, ah! marriage is a three ring circus. An engagement ring, a wedding ring and suffering. I actually like them. You like that? I, I think that one's better. Better. I don't know that it was funny. Every Your time. idea of funny is different than my. Like we both agree that Lisa's funny, okay. right? Yeah. But then there's this other level of I don't know what you, what is happening, David. Stop telling jokes. Okay, we got one more, and then we're going to get into forgiveness because this is actually a, a podcast about forgiveness. But we started with the jokes first because we needed to get because, a little yeah, laugh. She but that a hasn't laughter, happened yet. Hasn't so happened yet. Apparently, he's not a great therapist. Every time I find Mister Wright, my husband scares him away. Well, don't, that's why you're getting yep. divorced. Yep. Wah, 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 okay, wah. one more, one more. When we get, when we divorced, we shared the house 50-50. She got the inside, I got the outside. <laughs> God, you got to laugh. Oh, shit. Boom, boom, that boom. Was not, that was anyway, folks, laugh. that was that was just the, <laughs> that the, was a pity laugh. That was just the prelude. But now we're going to talk about forgiveness because we haven't talked about forgiveness in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think we've all come through a different. So you're like you're like in a better. I forgive you for telling those bad jokes. jokes. Okay. I forgive you for letting our people know that I did not tell those jokes. My jokes are actually funny. That was not. But you didn't say. No but shit. we love it. Yeah. Anything I don't have to talk because so ep- you know so I always have to talk. One sixty two. We're going to talk about forgiveness. Okay. And how we have come this far. So my forgiveness is kind of the same. You know. Uh, it's more from the standpoint that forgiveness is here. I've I've moved on. So so my forgiveness is more moving on, more so than dwelling on the past. Your forgiveness is not caring. Yeah. So so has it but has I've, it evolved or I think where is it at now? I think my 
Give No Fucks, which mm. I equate with forgiveness. Episode. 47. All right. And then what was the other one? Like one something that also dealt with it. And we talked about know. like in-laws and things like that. We'll but, have it at um, the bottom of the show notes. Yeah. Um. So from 47 till now, I definitely have looked at forgiveness as a me, like I'm doing it for me, but I also don't feel like I should be the sole per, per person. So you haven't let that go. So, no, well, again, <laughs> but I think it, it affects me less now. Okay. Well, well before, like, you want I'm them. so mad that you did this to me. Or and you, now it's, you should, you should tell me you're sorry. See, forgiveness and sorry are two different things. So you want them to tell you you're, they're sorry for hurting you. No, actually, I just want people to, to, Die. <laughs> That's a hell of a joke right there. Die. You have wronged me. I, I've got a laugh out of you. Shit, I, there I feel we go. So good. The show can start right now. Die. I laugh. No, I think I even lost my train of thought because I laughed. Um, <laughs> because that shit's for real. <laughs> okay, well, my demons are out. Ha, but it's okay. Ha, ha. Um, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> okay, that's a different demon. Okay. Yep. So I I think now I'm bothered less by people's inability to change their behaviors that have caused me to act the way I have. Damn, that's like twice removed. Right? Yeah. So like if you've wronged me, I know you're not going to, you don't see anything wrong with what you've done because that's just who you are. And you're not going to change. And you're not going to change. But without you in my, because I already, see, I have already cut you off. So you have excised And it takes a lot for me to, yeah, I have, it takes me a lot to cut you off because I keep going, oh, they're just, they're in a bad spot. They're in a bad spot. They're in a bad place. They have this person. The person they're dating, this, that person. There's all these other factors I try to look into because I know all the baggage I have brought, but I've tried to deal with. Not everybody's me, right? So I can't expect anybody else to give what I'm going to get because- they don't yep. know how much effort it's taking me to give you. 80%. So, what about people out there that that are still in the non forgiving mode? Why Why is it I think worth that's it? Okay, though. I think why is it worth to eventually to let it go? Tell them why it's so worth it to let it go. Because the only person it really is affecting is you. Yep. The only person that's sitting up at night or not like or not sleeping or not eating, not doing going out to events, not socializing, not moving forward, or not trying to heal. Correct. If, if they're going to act like that, that has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't. That's just them responding to you wanting to care, mm-hmm. right? So when, you know, I, the, for instance, I can get, I know I'm never getting an apology from my mother-in-law for all the things that she has done. But, but it doesn't also, matter. She's also 87. What is an apology going to do for me? Oh, I saw my mom yesterday. I forgot to tell you. Oh, well, that's oh, big news. That's a different story. But that's you like keep aliens going. are in the backyard, Rachel, but I also yeah. saw my mom. Oh, yeah, I saw my mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get back to that. <laughs> but I think her no longer being that involved in my life because she's, you know, my ex-husband's mom. She's the grandmother of my kids. They're still going to interact with yeah. her. And anything they say about her, I actually have no... No fucks. There's no affect. There's like yeah. no... Nothing. I have no response. I have nothing. I'm like, okay, cool. And then my kids will kind of be like, can you believe she said this or she said that about this? I'm like, actually, I can believe it. Mm-hmm. And I have been through it. So anything she says, I don't listen to. Yep. So. But you I, guys form your own opinion. Yeah. Don't come off my opinion. And I have tried to shelter you from that because you were kids. But as an adult, you can make your own decisions yep. and you can see what 
I had been through and what caused me to be like, that's enough of you. I'm done. And so I think right now I'm more of a support for my kids having to deal with that. And even like my ex will say stuff to my kids and they're like, well, why did I go, ah, I can't do two households. I got my own household. I'm going to make up my, um, my own rules here. And here's my boundaries. I, I don't want to affect your relationship with your grandmother. I will support whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be part of that. Yeah. I choose That's not to deal. be part. And so, so I have a new metaphor. You know, usually my metaphor is what uh, plane going down or the um, parking spaces. Mm-hmm. My new metaphor is actually my new podcast name. I changed the podcast name from Men uh, Divorce Recovery Men Over 40 podcast to Don't Pick the Scab podcast. So it's kind of like picking the scab. You know, we keep picking that scab and it never heals. But one time you leave that scab alone and the eosinophils can go and do their thing and it heals. But you keep picking that scab, not healing. And right before it's healed again, something's going to happen and you're going to like, oh, it's bleeding. Yep. I got to start all over. Um, Hopefully each time it's less that you're, you know, picking at. Um, But I think we all, you all, a lot of times when you're going through things in divorce, you don't physically see them. Like, it's not like, oh, well, there's sadness today and there's this one today. Yep. And a lot of it's in your head or in your surroundings and you feed off the energy that's around you. So, like, at work, if someone is newly going to the, through a divorce, I'm like, hey, I know where you've been. I'm not in the same space. But if you need something, let me know. And again, I don't know what you're going through. Just because I went through it doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm going through the same emotional roller coaster. But there are things I can help you get through to the next space. If you need me, let me know. And I think like feeding off of like she's pissed off or there she's like at a good space. It's like you can you can be a part of someone's healing and a part of someone's growth. But if you're being affected by that person negatively all the time. You're going to feed off that too. So I yeah. feel like anytime you are going through something, you also have to be aware of yourself and what you need. And I think a lot of times we need to just let other people do it. Just let them vet them. Yeah. I think that there's a there's Mel Robbins or something like that I think her name is. And she has this whole thing. It's like, let them. Let them not include you. Let them talk about you. Let them do this. Let them. That's not affecting you. So no. what? So what if they're yeah. saying stuff that's not true? What, what does that do? That's giving them a rise of the confidence they need to feel shitty, uh, make other people feel shitty. That's going to come back on them and let them get the repercussions of them talking shit. Because you can't make people do what they don't want to do. And there is not 100% of people that you're always going to be in line with. Nope. And I think, you know, growing up, we want to have the most friends. We want to be the most popular. We want to do this. We want to date, you know, this person. You want to have this kind of house. You want to. So you have all these expectations of life. Marriage. When that doesn't work out, you feel like all your dreams from childhood have just been imploded. Everything. Not just that dream, but everything else is affected. And especially like if you've pulled the trigger or if you were blindsided by it, you're like, oh, shit. Everything else going to hell. That that has nothing to do with a divorce. This this path that I created now has 18 different sections and... I don't know where they lead, and now I have to pick a path right now because if I don't, it's going to be terrible, and I'm not going to try a path. Doesn't work. Turn around and try the next one. Another one. There's, there's, there's so many ways to get through anything that you're dealing with, and divorce is one of those that it's in your face, in your face, in your face, then it's not. 
It's in your face, in your face, in your face, and it's not. And as you go through, it's less in your face and it's more part of your journey than a defining factor. Like I was going to say, it does not define you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't introduce myself as I'm a single person. I, I got divorced. I'm 49. I do this. I'm like, hi, I'm Rachel. Yep. And the more I get to know you, I can give you some of my story. And I think every time we meet someone, we can give them a little more, like we decide how much of our story we want to give them. So what would, what would be your name if you were so insecure? What would be your divorce story name? That's a good question. My divorce story. Uh, I think my divorce story name would be I'm David, divorce dentist who zero dates. <laughs> So you mean your tagline or your tag byline? Line. Yes, or yes, your... yes. What's a, what is your divorce your tagline? Your farmers only. <laughs> What's your tagline? Line. Yes, yes. Looking for someone that's a hoe. L- that LTR. That is a hoe. LTR hoe. <laughs> and a big old John Deere tractor. Yes, yes. <laughs> What, think, what 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 would be your tagline if you weren't healed and you were still out there? Fuck off, you fucking fuckers! Fuck, fuck I don't fucks. really fucking care. Oh, there you go. No, I think it's. I think. I think mine would be squirrel looking for a nut <laughs> <laughs> that she can crack before she cracks. Oh wow! Okay. Um, well, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for. <laughs> That's the biggest joke yet. Oh, okay, wow. see, folks, I am the funny one here. <laughs> I don't rely on AI to give me regurgitated looking, dad jokes. Looking for a nut. <laughs> yes. yes. Actually, I'm pretty sure I'm all of that in one. If you would ask Lance, he'd be like, she yep. is a yep. nut. She's yep. the squirrel. She's the nut. She's. But yeah. <laughs> don't, don't have to look far. Look in the mirror. ADHD squirrel, which is I'm triple looking at the regular... nut in the mirror. <laughs> I'm asking him to change mine. It'd just be a little squirrel. Yeah. You ever see the squirrel meme where he's just going on yeah, a circle in the that's theater? You, that's, that's you and me. Michael Jackson looking in the mirror. <laughs> I have so many things I want to say, but I'll be kind today. I'm trying to be kind today. Oh, got to be cruel to be kind. Oh, there we go. Yes. <laughs> Looking for that change. Change. What's your What's your dating line? Yes. yes. Fuck off. Yeah, my. I'm not interested. Just my, my friends made me do this profile. <laughs> <laughs> my, mine's you, more like, hey, uh, I'm a serial dater. Uh, are you flake? I'm a <laughs> frosted I'm or a, un- I'm a love language uh, lover. <laughs> Whatever love language you have, I can find it out and I can hammer that shit home. Uh, <laughs> acts of service acts of do service. apply. It's Call 1 800. Acts of service is my, is my tagline. <laughs> I'm your man. If acts of service is your thing, I'm your man. 1 800 got weeds. And we can be together for two and a half years. That's it. That's. That's my that's my that's my longevity two and a half years and then I have to move on to Wait, the next that, one. How long were you and Val together? God, like five, five, one and a half. Right? Yeah, but that's a- that's when I stopped though. But all the ones before was two. So you broke the record two and a half, two and a quarter. Yeah, I thought I was like in trouble. Once it was like three years, I was like, damn, abort, abort, abort. Run! I couldn't. I you couldn't. were lucky you didn't run because I'd find you and drag your ass back, <sighs> and then we'd both be like, never mind, we don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> Look for that change. Men, 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 That's all right. men, so, men. So figure out, people, what what is your tagline? No, you and know? I think, too, like with forgiveness, you have to have boundaries. So until you're healed enough to say, 
I'm only going to let you affect me when we're switching kids. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to let you affect me when there's a school event. I'm only going to let you affect me when there is a birthday or holiday. And then and you all narrow those that. Other times, narrow that. Yep. You can decide, like, nope, I'm not going to, I don't want to right now. And it's okay because I'm allowed to, as an adult, correct, not worry about you being me forgiving you. I don't yep. have to forgive you to interact with you. I can be very pleasant and very kind, walk away, be like, fuck you, fucker. Like, yep. you know, okay. again, okay. thankfully, you know, my ex and I communicate because of the 12 year old. We do our thing. We know it's fine. Yep. But early but on, what about people? Like, what about people out there who don't have that? Like people like David who didn't have that. What do you, what do you well, suggest to them? You have a co-host that goes, "It's okay. You're allowed to have that. You're yeah. allowed to make those rules because this is your life now, right?" Yeah, but you can't act crazy in front of the kids. Yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. And don't tell your yeah. Don't involve your kids. Do in not your tell your kids all the shit because let me tell you, they are sponges. And yep. then they come to school and tell all the teachers. <laughs> and the nurse. Hey, nurse. Hey, nurse. Hey, nurse. Guess, what, nurse, my guess what? My mom's. Yeah. Okay. How do you know what that yeah. is? You're because, in first grade. Because my dad told me. Yeah. Because yeah. my mom told me. And, yeah. Or they, they're, you're using the kids as that weapon. And so now the only person you're really affecting is the kids. And or like, leave them out of it. Or you're using the kids to communicate. Yeah. Leave no. them out of yep. it. Get the app. Communicate with each other. Get the court thing. Communicate to each other. And leave the kids out of it. And if you have to talk bad about your ex or something, go in the bathroom with a pillow, like talk into the pillow, do something like yell, scream, whatever, but leave the kids out of it. it I see it all the time and it's really actually yeah. disgusting. And it affects him in the long run. And again, yeah. like uh, even though like my ex and I were amicable, we talk, we try to communicate, we try to work out. It schedule. still affects him. And, oh, yeah. you know, we're we're four years out, like, divorce, and then five years in all that. It took us, like, four years to realize, like, my son had anxiety about it going back and forth because, you know, he wasn't he wasn't sure of dad's girlfriend. He wasn't sure of Lance. Yeah. Like, who do they really care about him as much as his parents? And, you know, the kid was pulling his hair out, and, like, we didn't know it. Like, actually physically doing that. But, you got, but you got past it. Because he, you know, and again, we asked him, he's a happy kid. He has all yeah. this stuff. He was having stomach issues. He was having all this stuff. And I'm not, I share this stuff about my life because it can help someone. You may if not, someone's going through it, yeah. If you may not see the signs, older, younger, like my middle child is like still angry, like still mad, still like, again. And I was her age when my parents divorced and I remember it. I remember the yep. feeling. And I feel like I was really on top of like, I went through this, but I didn't go through it the way you're going through it. I didn't like do this and I didn't do that. And I, you know, like I had, different. I had different parents yep. too, you know, and I had different scenarios of where I was like, I'm so glad they're divorced. Finally, it's only yep. taken, you know, years and years of addiction and all these things. Like I was wishing, I would wish for it all the time. Where like my kids were like, what? Because yep. we hit it. We kind of like tried to work it out. It wasn't out there. Yeah. And when, when, when my parents was, got like, divorced. Why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you work it out? Why didn't you go to therapy? Yep. What? We're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa. When my parents got divorced, it, it was the best thing since sliced bread. Same. It's like, man, break it up, guys. Good. I mean, go to go dad's house, go to mom's house. Yeah. Can't wait to go home on Friday. Yep. Because they have the weekend and do all the same. I dreaded because leaving they go, school. Because they were going to be together the whole weekend. Yeah. And yep. I dreaded going to school. Dreaded going home from school on Friday afternoons. I'm like, please let me go somewhere else. Yep. I want to go to a friend's house. And then I'm like, wait, my sister's going to be home. Well, I need to go home with her. I need to protect yep. her. And my a lot of my life was 
making sure she was okay before I did things. And even while I was doing things with friends or something, all I could think about was getting home. But all that made you care about your kids, though. So yeah. what it so what it does was made you a better divorce parent. Yeah. Good. Well, and the other thing, too, like my parents so many times, like they would come home fighting and doing this. And it was like in our face. And it was very like, you know, we lived in a trailer. We lived in a devel- development mm-hmm. that like there was a lot of people of similar backgrounds you know they were all friends and you know so us kids really stuck together like we'd have sleepovers with 20 people in my trailer because all of us kids were together and we're like lord of the flies this mm-hmm. you know and that not like the end though not the end no, of no, lord not of the, the flies end. okay no no right. the part where like everybody's like yeah. fed. i feel like it was the beginning when everybody's like okay well you do this and you do that not when anybody was looking for power like i was one of the older kids Looked out for each of the kids. Someone was better with that kid or someone was better. With, you know, it was definitely that managerial, like, okay, mm-hmm. well, that one likes when you feed them or that one likes when you ride, ride your you bike. figured it out. So we, as children of parents that, you know, partied and did all the things, we became our own little family. And I think what it taught me as a, as, as a parent before my divorce and stuff like that is, like, I am who I am because of my parents. Mm-hmm. But I need to change this because that's these are the reasons I have some of my issues. So, like, my kids had never been into a bar until they were, like, 15. And we were going to, like, Applebee's because I was like, nope, there's a bar here. We're going to spend the night. We're going to be sleeping in the booth while our parents are drunk or whatever. So there's a lot of. So you learn from negative learning. And I think that's what I've done here, too, like with forgiveness. Like, my parents are gone. My parents are gone. There's no way there's no way I'm getting a sorry. Yep. Right? So that's the most defined. I cannot get a sorry. I cannot get a I tried my best. I can't get a whatever. But when what I have gotten is people who knew my parents outside of that, you know, bar mm-hmm. hopping and all the things or whatever. Um them talking about how much my parents loved us and that we were their main priority when there they go. were okay. When they were okay. But behind closed doors, we only saw like are getting yelled at because they're drinking, but the house is clean. But like this, you know, or they're fighting and you had to pick a side. And if you didn't so pick a side, like, boom, boom, so boom. it's like there's that public version of my parents. And then there's that version that we had. And I think a lot of kids, you know, a lot of the kids I grew up with were still all friends like Facebook and all them. Our Dang. kids know each other and stuff like that. And so I think a lot of our growing up, we're like, hey, this is what I went through a lot of times. And a lot of the kids saw each other's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So they saw my parents fighting. I saw their parents fighting. I saw this one, you know, get kicked out of the house, run over with a car. But that's fine. You know, like just some crazy shit. And we're like, we were just like, okay, cool. All right. Let's go Like it was no big bike. deal. Like it yeah. was normal. Let's go ride our bike. Joe yeah. just ran over his wife. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. When are we getting our next, you know, hose water? Yeah. When is ice cream man coming? Who, ice cream man coming. Whose parent has the most money for ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep this but, yeah. one short. So so forgiveness really is for you. What's our What's our primary point? Besides you, the jokes. The jokes are damn pretty good. Don't bad damn it. jokes, please. Damn. Um, what a way to start. That was awesome. David got his dad jokes out of the way, but I stop. Did you what? unplug no. me? No, but I can. can. Hear me? No, yes. So David unplugged me because we didn't no, have to did hear not. me talk about his dad jokes. <laughs> no. Um, no. So forgiveness really is for you. And giving no fucks is a lot of times the way that you go. I've cared enough and you don't give a fuck about me. Yep. So I have to give my caring fucks away because 
It's only affecting me. Take my caring fucks for myself and be yeah. be selfish. Be freaking selfish. You have to be. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're, you know, not worried about anybody else. I think you've cared enough too much yep. to give any more energy towards that bullshit. Oh, so David, how'd you go with your mom? I'm going to reach out to Lisa soon. Okay. And uh, <laughs> notice, 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 notice I just boom. Because we need to do a revisit with her. So yeah. that would be like fun. She's like world traveler now, yeah. man. Yeah, she's all over the place. So I'm um, going to reach out to her tonight. I'm going to call and say, yo, we need you back on the mic. Yeah, we need you to talk about your mother because yeah. you didn't. No, that's that's next time. All right, so next one is narcissistic mothers. <laughs> We've gone down that road a while. NM. <laughs> Trauma New Mexico, bonds. New Mexico, NM. Okay, that's yes. our that's our code word. If we yep. don't want to talk about our mothers, we're going to say New, New Mexico. Mexico. Yes, New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, anyway, hey, I see me over there. Uh, well, thanks everybody for listening, and thanks for putting up with us. Thanks it, for it letting was us a, ramble about. It was you know. a crazy start, but we gave some damn good knowledge at the end. My reactions to the jokes are the best. No, I think you suck. That's okay. Let everybody let him know, friends. Hey. Don't don't be writing me tell about my jokes because I don't care. Hey, Someone needs up I, his dad jokes. I give no tell fucks. Tell him a better AI to pick. I give no fucks about people thinking about my dad jokes. There we go. Typical dad. No. Typical dad. Hey, I forgive you guys for I not be, liking my. I'm just dad surprised jokes. there wasn't more farts in there because that's usually what dad jokes are about. Well, I kind of tooted a couple times while I was telling them, so it's okay. Oh, so it works out. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody, have a nice night. Bye. Love bye. You.